Welcome to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS podcast, where Jonathan Denwood interviews the leading experts in WordPress, e-learning, and online marketing to help WordPress professionals launch their own SaaS. Welcome back, folks, to the WP Tonic This Week in WordPress and SaaS. This is episode 896. Yes, folks, I'm getting close to the big 900. Oh, my godfathers. In this show, we're going to be talking about the best WordPress online resources and influencers in 2024. The podcast, the YouTube channels, the Twitter X, formerly known as Twitter. I should get that right, folks. Other online resources that both me and Kirk follow, consume, and want to share with you, which will make you more enlightened and better consumers of WordPress and tech information. What more could you ask for my beloved tribe? Probably a lot more, but that's all you're going to get from this episode. So, Kirk, would you like to introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers? Sure thing, Jonathan. Uh, my name is Kurt, Kurt Von Onen. I own an agency called Manana Nomas. I do a podcast with the same name, and I work directly with uh, membership and learning websites and products like Lifter LMS and WP Tonic. That's fantastic. Like I say, but before we go into the meat and potatoes of this great show, I've got a couple of major messages from our major sponsors. We will be back in a little while. Tired of hosting providers that can't handle high traffic loads? Convesio is here to help. Our platform can handle any amount of traffic, all without slowdown or crashing. With immediate Slack support, performance optimization and a team that thrives on resolving technical challenges your e-commerce business is in safe hands learn more about Convesio at Convesio.com Are you looking for ways to make your content more engaging? Sensei LMS by Automatic is the original WordPress solution for creating and selling online courses Sensei's new interactive blocks can be added to any WordPress page or post. For example, interactive videos let you pause videos and display quizzes, lead generation forms, surveys, and more. For a 20% off discount for the tribe, just use the code WPTONIC, all one word, when checking out and give Sensei a try today. We're coming back, folks. I want to point out we got some great special offers um, from the sponsors. Plus a curated list of the best WordPress plugins and services aimed at you, the WordPress professional. Um, to get all these goodies, all you have to do is go over to wp-tonic.com slash deals. wp-tonic.com slash deal. And you'll find all the goodies there. How generous of me. There are a giving soul deep down in that dark soul of mine. So let's go, let's start off, let's start off with podcasts. Bad to it, I, I can do my daily walks, my roamings around Northern Nevada, I listen to my podcasts. And let's start off with um, some WordPress-focused ones. Um, one that I periodically listen to, try and listen once a week, is the Kitchen Sink WordPress from Adam Silver. It's, um, he focuses on the WordCamps and other WordPress news. It's a great resource. Do you listen to this one, Kurt? I do. 
I do. Uh, me and Adam have kind of become fanboys of each other. He's a really interesting person. Um, and then when I found out that he was, do you think well, he says that about me? He might. He might. <laughs> um, I know that we, he joins in on a lot of the lives that I'll do. He'll jump in and comment and stuff. And uh, I really enjoy following him as a person. He he runs those um, the, those crazy fifty mile you know races that you run by foot. And he, he runs those, uh, I, can't, I can't remember if they call them extreme marathons or something like that. And he has, yeah, it's, like, all too, it's all too extreme for me. Yeah. Ultra. I think that's what it is. An ultra ma- marathoner. And he has that website called run Adam run, which is a, which is a hoot, but um, he's a great guy. And you know, what's really cool about following people in the WordPress space is when you get started in WordPress, you're excited about the tech, you're excited about the platform. But it's like when you start to branch out and you start to listen to some other voices in the space, I think it gives you a much more well-rounded appreciation for how it's developed and what open source is and how it's a community. Have you got one then? Yeah, yeah. The next name on the list was uh, Matt. I'm going to mess up his last name. I'm going to sound like you for a moment. Uh, Medeiros. Is that how you say his last name? Medeiros. Matt Medeiros. Um, I, (laughs) so embarrassingly, uh, it was like, I don't know, 18 months ago, two, two years ago, somewhere around there. He was in between positions and I didn't really know who he was. I didn't know he was the WP Minute WordPress news guy. And I was like, hey, if it helps you out, you could jump on my podcast or I'll help you, you know, promote yourself to get to the next, you know, whatever the next thing is. And then I, then after that, after I stuck my foot in my mouth or, or my, my fingers in my keyboard, um, I realized who he was and I started to listen to the WP Minute and it's, it's, I, I like the guest that he has, and I kind of like his style. I like the way that he communicates with people. So what kind of form, give the listeners, and what kind of format is it? Uh, I think it's real similar to, well, to be honest, it's real similar to, to ours. You know, he has really great guests on, ask them questions about how they develop or what they do in the WordPress space. And, um, you know, I think I've listened to maybe eight or ten of them, and... Uh, I've come away with good value from it. Like it's, if I think about, you know, what am I going to do or what are the tools that I want to use or who do I want to follow in the space? I think that I come away from some of those interviews with like, that's a person I want to follow up with or that's a person I want to follow on Twitter. That's a person that I want to keep tabs on. He is the grandfather of WordPress, um, but he hasn't got the record because I, I think I've got the record now for continuous podcasting. He does series, series and has breaks. I'm more bonkers than him. Uh, um, I, I've i just slogged away. Um, but um, always listen to Matt's stuff. Um, can be spicy, can be spicy, but I can be spicy as well. So if you're handing it out, you've got to take a little bit back. Haven't you? I- I think one of the first times I listened to his podcast was actually a referral from your um, your uh, panel show, the the WP Tonic panel show, because he covered something spicy and you covered, you were like, everyone listened to this podcast thing and then commented about it. I think that was the first time that I listened to his podcast. Yeah. Right. Um, on to the next one. Startups for the rest of us. Um, Rob Rowling is the founder of this podcast and um, is an online entrepreneur, highly successful, power team with his wife. And he's done this podcast for many years and it's a bit of a passion for him. And I've learned an enormous amount from Rob 
and we've become friends. I, I think he would say I was a friend, even though we both realise that I'm bonkers and he's quite sane. Uh, uh, but I don't think I'm too bad, because as long as you know that you're bonkers, you can deal with it. But um, And just a, it's all about um, the mechanics, marketing, any subject around bootstrap startups, and it has a lot of cross-fertilisation in the WordPress professional space because a lot of the people that listen to this podcast are freelancers, agency owners, plug-in builders, WordPress service providers of certain types. Um, so there's a lot you can learn from the bootstrap startup area and I've learned a lot by it's a regular one that I listen to what was your feelings about this one uh this one is gonna it's gonna sound like a sideways comment for Rob if he's listening to this one they're incredibly informative uh and I learn a lot from them but I'll be honest like his pace is is um his talk and his pace it's like I gotta focus on it you know, I well, you should that. be. It's words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> but, don't don't but, you concentrate on my words? Uh, no, no. I just <laughs> I listen to your wonderful accent, and I'm entertained. It, it shows. He he does. He sometimes I do not think he's listening. But there we go. I don't hold against him. Though no. I, I think his content is so informative and textbook like. I guess is the, is the way I'm going to try and say that. You know, like sometimes you read for enjoyment, and other times you read because you really got to you know, pass the test next Tuesday. Sometimes this podcast feels like I'm trying to pass the test next Tuesday. Like, I feel like if I don't concentrate on each thing he's, he's bringing out or each thing he's talking about, that I'm going to lose the purpose or the point of the conversation. Yeah, I like the consistency. There's not many duds. There's not many podcasts that he does that are really bad. Um, with the interview show, um, the quality does vary, folks, because... We are dependent on the guests to some extent. Um, obviously, Rob has some guests, but it's mostly um, him speaking about a particular subject or answering questions that are sent to him. I couldn't do that. I, I need a co-host if we're doing um, an internal discussion. We don't have a guest, but I'm always impressed with individuals that can do a show totally on their own. I would find that quite intimidating. You want to do the next one? The next one, I don't have a ton of experience with, uh, just on the surface, and that was uh, Scott Galloway. Mm -hmm. So, Professor Scott Galloway. Professor G. Scott Galloway. No mercy, no malice. Um, for me, Mondays, I'm, I'm usually trying to get a pretty good start on a Monday, and he puts out new content on Monday. No, you're slightly wrong there, actually. He, he produces three shows a week. Well, he does one on Monday and then one, he does like an office hour thing on Wednesday, right? Yeah, and he does a Friday show, which is based on his essay, and he has a professional actor read it out. Um, then I'm um, way off the target. Um, <laughs> actually, the Friday, um, I've got mixed feelings about um, Professor G. Um, Hugely successful individual sold a business for an enormous amount of money, him and his partner and his team. And he does, um, he is a professor of marketing at a leading American university. 
And he is very insightful, but also can be extremely maddling. Obviously, when you've made that type of money and you're mixing, you're going to all the, um, as a speaker, to all the conferences and everybody wants a bit of you. Um, He does live in a little bit of a bubble. But on the other hand, he kind of just comes out there and then, almost every second episode with a really down-to-earth statement. And that's why I stay with him. And when it comes to the actual analysis of business and how um, business models and how marketing really affects the success, whatever type of business you're running, he is extremely insightful. And I would recommend his podcast to anybody who's trying to be successful online. I found it interesting that he covers a, a wide swath of content. Like he's not overly focused on any one thing. Like I think I saw something about Netflix and then I saw something else that he called techno narcissism and, um, you know, just interesting topics. That Oh, that would never be in the WordPress space, was it? Techno narcissists. There's none of those in the WordPress space, is there? No, sir. <laughs> he doesn't know. He doesn't want to go down that road, listeners. No, there's no, no, there's no, total, there's no total utter narcissist in the WordPress space. No, no, there's no evidence of that at all, is there? Uh, um, so, what's it? <laughs> On to the next one. Um, this week in tech, Leah Laporte, the granddaddy. I've been listening in to him on and off for over 20 years. Um, one of the first podcasts, I've been listening to podcasts for over 20 years. I was the one of the, you know, I was listening at the beginning of it. And Leah Laporte was a pioneer of it. So, do you listen? Because um, he produces a lot of content. Him and his team is a whole channel of podcasting, the Twit Network. Do you listen to no. any of it? Actually, when I saw this one on the list, I was like, I'm going to have to check this out because if you're recommending it, I got to check it out. I haven't I haven't seen this one yet. Blimey, you don't listen to the granddaddy of podcasting and tech. Um, his premier show is This Week in Tech. I mercilessly copied the format for my weekly, but now has become a monthly um, roundtable show. Um, I mercilessly copied the format. Like um, um, all great artists, they they, they don't copy, they utterly steal. Oh, Cassie said that. so um, he does a weekly, This Week in Tech, where he has a panel of of mostly journalists, journalists or tech influencers, and they talk about the tech stories of the week. Um, and he does a show about uh, Windows, which I do listen to, because just to keep, it just keeps me thankful that I'm an Apple user. <laughs> and he does a show on Mac. Um, which in some strange I find the least interesting actually because there's not much going on in the Mac world most of the time. Um, but like I say, I would highly recommend This Week in Tech and support Leo because I think he's contributed a lot to my own 
online education. Want to do the next one? Yeah, this is one that I've listened to a bunch over, over seems like a long time. Uh, this Week in Startups, thisweekinstartups.com with Jason Calacanis, Calasanis. I'm so grateful that you even struggle of these names because Ken and Calanis, I can't even pronounce it. I, I've, been trying to pronounce, I've been trying to pronounce his surname for almost 15 years and it's got no better listeners and viewers. No, no. And, and I, I think I'm adopting some of your habits, Jonathan. I'm messing some of the names up. But um, This Week in Startups, I've listened to for a while. And I, now here's where I get like, sometimes you just lose patience or you lose focus or you lose interest. And, and I would say in the last, God, he's got almost 2,000 episodes, but um, in the last three, six months, maybe year, it seems like the luck of the draw is almost every time I go to click on the link, it, it's about AI of some kind. Oh, he's gone big. I've yeah. reduced my consumption because he had a co-host and they had a bit of a falling out. Oh, my God. That would never happen on this show either. Uh, um, he had a bit of a falling out and they had to part ways and it was orientated. He was doing five shows a week and it was orientated mostly on tech news and commentary. But they had a falling out and now he's got, ver- he's got, a- he's got various co-hosts, but he's gone all in about AI, and there's only so much AI I can tolerate. I'm a big user of AI. It's made a big difference to my own product, my own output. Um, but there's only so much I can listen to. So I still listen to it, but you are right. There's only so much AI I can stomach. I, I just feel that there's so many derivatives and all these upstart tools of, you know, founded with AI. And so many people covered AI so many times. I mean, we did it for months, you know, last year. But um, I, I'm just wore out. Like, I think I've, I've just heard too much of, of that phrase. And there's so much other stuff going on in the tech space that I, I, I'm looking for other information. We got one of our former interviewers, Adam Springer. Yeah, he's caught our podcast live. Thanks. You, you have to come back on the show sometime, Adam. It was a great chat. Um. Now, um, yeah, so I still let another really um, grandfather. Um, oh, the other thing about Jason is I find him extremely annoying as an individual. Um, absolute um, narcissist to his core. Um, utterly narcissistic in his attitudes and... Um, very extremely amusing and extremely can be extremely insightful and also extremely funny. Um, also has dyslexia like myself, um, but he is a total narcissist of the highest order. Um, and there's only so much of Jason I can tolerate, like certain other people that I've had to expose myself to my patience is not endless uh um it's got better though i think i used to be much worse i think i am more patient i know that's very hard to accept isn't it Kurt? i know uh, um, you're putting up with me so you've got a lot of patience no you're very easy to work with most of the time uh um you've had a lot you've had a lot to deal with over the past six 
three, six months. Um, I'm very impressed how you dealt with everything, really. Um, Mixergy, um, Andrew Warner. This is a really another really old favourite. Um, he interviews um, startups um, or established startups or startups that have sold their business and um, they're coming on to tell Andrew how well and wealthy they are. And um, But I still listen to it even though, yeah, so do you listen to this one and was this on your radar? More so because he's also had what I would consider like celebrities involved. So a lot of times with startups and, you know, it, it's a hit or miss kind of thing. Like sometimes not everyone that does a startup is a super dynamic person or a super exposed person to promoting themselves yet. So sometimes... Is that a polite way in saying they're a bloody total bore, but they're rich? Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. And so if... Oh, that's never happened. You meet somebody that's got gobs of money, but you're rather roast in hell than, than share another hour with them. Uh, um, sorry, well, come on. No, but it, it's so there's been times on on Mixergy where they've had a more established person with more exposure and and uh, a little more entertaining or uh, dynamic to listen to, and I've enjoyed some of those shows. It's very diplomatic. Isn't it? Diplomacy, yeah. that's my thing. Yeah, not mine, is it? Well, I, got, I can be when I want to be. It's just a lot of the time I don't want to be, do I? Um, Got another. So let's go on. That's our podcast section, folks. Let's go on to you. Oh, the, there was one on your list as well, and that was Chris Bradger of Lifter LMS. Uh, he's LMS cast. You listen to that, don't you? I have to. You'd be in trouble if you didn't. Li- if you did listen to the words of the great leader, would you? Yeah, uh, I think Chris does a great job bringing in guests and. You know, you have to remember, you know, I'm focused on membership and learning websites and he's bringing in people that are directly related yeah. to or in alignment with, you know, the tools or, or the things that I'm trying to create. And so, you know, they say the riches are in the niches, right? I mean, that's his LMS cast definitely falls within my niche. And so I, I stay attuned to what I know another show that, I, that you come on that's also focused on the, the Membership Machine Show. Membership folks. Machine Show. You should be listening to it, folks. But yeah, I love, I love LMS Cast. I think Chris is a pretty dynamic individual and his ability to kind of ask, because Chris will ask a probing question and then he'll ask an, another layer down. And I don't even know if he realizes he does that. But he will um, he'll ask a question, he'll ask another layer down, and then sometimes he'll ask another layer in, and then you start to identify kind of like the root cause of his guest's success. Like you come away with an extra layer of knowledge out of it. And I think he's really talented in that way, so it's fun to listen to him do his work. Right. On to the podcast, on to YouTube channels. Yeah. Um, one that I listen quite a bit in the background as I'm trying to make my living um, that's Paul Charlton from WP Tuts. Paul's been on the show a couple of times here. Hopefully he'll come back during 2024. He runs a really great YouTube channel about it's educational, but it's also he has a great law community that their need to discuss page builders and Gutenberg 
seems to be endless their want their want and their need to discuss that which Paul um is very generous with his live um YouTube podcasts um he gives them their fix um and he also does a load of reviews and quasar educational um and it's his full-time job and what I love about Paul is he's kept his cred- credibility as well and he's very upfront about who's sponsoring it. And it is very difficult when you're taking sponsorship in the WordPress space to keep any credibility. Um, but um, he understands that in the medium to long term, he's got to try and keep it. And I think he um, he's extremely fair about his comments without becoming what I call, um, sorry for the term, folks, a, a total WordPress fanboy's bum liquor supremo. And there's so many of them in the WordPress space. Uh, um, so do you watch any of Paul's stuff? And has he been on your radar? I have learned a ton from him. Um, to put it in kind of like a, a good perspective for a while, and, and this is, you know, it, I'm going to be transparent. I, I got kind of hooked into the Elementor, you know, cloud for a little while. And I was just playing in Elementor in that haze and Gutenberg was out and a lot of people were jumping on the Gutenberg and I wasn't, I was still using the handicap, you know, over there on Elementor. And then uh, I had a couple of projects pop up and I was like, I, as an agency owner, I need to be better at this. I need to understand this more. And, uh, you know, I followed his channel for a little bit and I watched some of his tutorials and I felt more comfortable. And just ramp me up to speed much more quickly than trying to figure it out on my own. Right. Have you got? Have you got a YouTube channel you want to share that's not on this list, or do you want to go to the next one on the list? Well, we can go to the next one on the list, or we could just give a shout out to you know again with the Lifter LMS focus is uh, I watch a lot with Will Middleton. I mean, he's mm-hmm. young. He's young. He has a thing called um, WP Coursecraft Course WP WP Course Guide, and uh, that's on YouTube. That's his channel. Ed. It's disgusting. He's young, intelligent, semi-good-looking. What? There's nothing more that I hate. Uh, it, it's his gift is um, he he talks fast and he moves the mouse real fast. Sometimes you got to slow his videos down. But um, he makes a ton of content, and he's just started doing more content at a higher level of production. So he's he's decided that you know he could have kind of like bounced out of it. He could have said, ah, I'm gonna you know take my notoriety with Lifter and do something different. But he um, he's kind of doubled down and he's getting into like custom plugins and code and automations more and more. And uh, some of the stuff is, is you can learn a lot from him. He's a really smart guy and he's young. You, you nailed that. He's young. He's got a head start. I wish I was where he was when I was 21. Yeah, there we go. On to somebody I've been following for a while when they came on the this show last week and we really had a very in-depth discussion. It went on and on and on and that's totally caused by me. I think it's one of the longest shows we've had in a while. It was an hour and a half. Um, we had Kevin Gary in the, in the um, show. Um, Kevin is really passionate and very intense um, um, but a great educator and he just tell it, tells it how he sees it. Um, 
And I've learned a lot watching his videos and uh, we'll continue to watch him. He, he does a really excellent job in his education. He is extremely opinionated, um, makes me mild. Some people say I'm brutally honest. Well, all I've got to say, just go over and watch Kevin then, if you think I'm brutally honest. Uh, um, I'm meek mild compared to Kevin. Um, he really doesn't care. Uh, um, uh, um, he just goes for it. Um, so has Kevin been on your radar? And did you, did you have the opportunity to listen to my interview? Kevin was not on my radar as the name, right? But then you had him on and I was like, who is this? And I look him up and as soon as I pulled up his YouTube, I was like, oh, I've seen this guy before. Um, it's, it's one of those examples for me where the, where the content leads the reputation. Like I, I knew his content and I would be, you know, looking for stuff, looking for information on YouTube and he would be a source that would come up through a search, but he wasn't someone I actively followed. And then once you did the interview, I was like, all right, I'll give him the subscribe. And uh, we'll, we'll see how attached I get over time. Did you listen to the interview? Did you have the opportunity? But I know you probably haven't because you've been busy. I listened to half. And what, what's your honest response to the interview? I, you know what? Your self-criticism would be that you would waffle on too much, but I don't think you waffled too much in that situation. Um, it, was, it was good. I, I like what he brought to the table. Yeah, I think reflecting back on the conversation, I, I did enjoy it. And hopefully, Kevin, um, I've got some great news listeners and views. Um, it's not been totally pinned down, but both Kevin and Brian Gardner have agreed to come on the show in February to have a joint discussion with me and Kirk. And it's going to be the fight of the century um, between Gutenberg and the page builders, folks, it should be a very interesting discussion. And they both have agreed in principle to do it. We're just trying to pin down the time that we're going to do it. Uh, uh, but it should be a very interesting discussion because Brian, unlike me, does know his stuff. Uh, no, I know a bit, but, you know, Brian Gardner is the father of WordPress um, themes and what he did with Studio Press to say that he knows his stuff would be a, a slight understatement. And such a really down-to-earth and nice guy. Um, yeah, I think the main problem, I uh, well, I didn't do a fantastic job, was that I think Kevin is being totally honest and upfront, but he has a focus around class-based page builders and the class framework and using Flexbox and um, CSS grids and the new technology, it, you do need to know some fundamental principles of CSS and HTML and web design in general if you're going to use a, a page builder with the concepts of classes and that. With the bulk, um, and we saw this, um, basically you don't, need that type of knowledge to use Elevator, but its consequences, and that's around performance, where something like Wix gets around it because it's a self-hosted solution. It just throws, it just throws server resources. You know, that is the cheapest way. If you're dealing with bad code, you just throw server resources at it. You know, that's such a cheaper way of dealing with bad code. Uh, um, 
But um, so he's really passionate. But a lot of people that use Alamator and use Divi, they really they don't want they don't have or they don't want to go into the classes and really understanding some of the things you need to become utilizing a class-based editor. And I was just trying to point out to him that there's different groups. And I think he knew where I was coming, but he was he didn't really quite want you to go down there either. Is this making any sense or am I waffling at all? No, no. It's, it's, yeah, so if you think about my own experience, Jonathan, I am not, I'm not a code kind of person. I'm not in love with the code. Like code to me is not romance. It's, uh, you know, I'm about point and click and drag and make things look the way the client wants to make it look. And so um, I saw that, you know, Kevin had a lot of content on Bricks. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll take a look at Bricks, but I'm not going to use it like, you know. Well, you, you don't actually have to use Bricks in the way that Kevin is promoting because he's highly into class structure. You can actually use Bricks very similar to Alimator if you want to. It's just that he's also he's promoting his his own products, and you, I don't hold that against him at all, you know, because they're very good products, and he's him and his team have done an excellent job. So people that criticise him for um, selling his own book, you know, I think I'll give it a rest, will you? Uh, wake up, you know. Uh, um, but um, you don't actually have to do that. He is, in my opinion, be- the best system. Especially if you're updating a lot of websites, you're going to find it much easier um, to deal with the workload if you're utilizing a class-based system. But there's a bit more to learn into utilizing the... So it's like all technology. Is it worth... Am I going to get a benefit by investing more energy and mental time learning something? Because there's always... The more powerful the tool, the more time you're going to have to spend learning that normally. We're going to go for our break. We've, I think we've had a great show so far. I've enjoyed it, actually. Um, we will be back in a few moments, folks. This podcast episode is brought to you by Lifter LMS the leading learning management system solution for WordPress. If you or your client are creating any kind of online course, training-based membership website, or any type of e-learning project, Lifter LMS is the most secure, stable, well-supported solution on the market. Go to lifterlms.com and save 20% at checkout with coupon code podcast 20 that's podcast two zero enjoy the rest of your show we're coming back we've had a feast of the best resources for you wordpress and SaaS junkies um you can consume all this youtube and podcasts and everything else um but before we go on in the second half i just want to point out if you're looking for a great hosting partner that specializes in learning management systems and community-focused website utilizing Buttonboss, um, have a look at WP Tonic. We specialize in being a hosting provider and much, much more. We can also be your technical resource partner as well. If any of this sounds interesting, go over to wp-tonic.com slash partners, wp-tonic.com. 
Com slash partners, and we also offer one of the best affiliate affiliate packages for our partners in the WordPress space. You'll be blown away. Just go over there and have a chat with me. We'd love you to come on board. So on we go. Um, Imran Web Squadron is from the UK, so I, I just like him anyway because he's from the UK. He's coming on the show on in Feb, actually, for an interview, actually. He's got a really interesting history, how he ever got into web design. Um, runs a really, um, it's a bit like, he's done a lot of shows with Paul Charton um, on WP Tuts. I think they're not, I think recently they haven't done so many together. Um, but he also runs a really great YouTube channel and he's quite entertaining. He's got his own personal style. Has um, has he been on your uh, list at all, Kurt? You're, you're muted, actually, Kurt. You've muted yourself. Uh, I'm glad you put him on the list because he's one of my favorites. He's um, when he is talking about a subject, it's not just like a "how do you do this." It's like a it's like a "why you're doing this." Like he talks about sales funnels. It's, it goes into the advantages of creating the sales funnel, and, and it's quick. You know, it's 13 or 16 minutes or something like that. It's not like it's a 45 minute or an hour, you know, session that bores you to death. He goes into, this is how- Are you talking about my podcast? No, sir. No, sir. Um, You don't have to call me sir. (laughs) I've been here 15 years in America. I still cannot get used to people calling me sir. Because in England, you've got to be knighted by the queen for people to say sir to you. You've actually got, um, well, not the Queen, um, the Blessed Queen is dead now. Um, um, she was the only only rule that I had any respect for, actually. Um, but we've got a king now uh, um, in England. But for you to be called Sir in the UK, you've got to be knighted by the monarch. That's, uh, right. In America, you just have to be old. Maybe I think you're old. God. He's getting getting cheap now, listeners and views. He's getting contemptible about it now. All right, off you go. So, yeah, you don't, I interrupted you. I apologize. No, it's all good. He's. A, I just like the his style's good. Like you said, he's entertaining. Uh, you know, inflection, arms are moving. It's like you can watch his content and not fall asleep. And he gets to the, he shows you what you want to see, but he also kind of gives you that, why it's important or, or the advantage or the, um, it, we have this talk all the time. Is he selling the pain pill or the vitamin, right? And he kind of has a good way of doing both. Yeah, I mercenarily copied that, that from Rob Rowling. Everything on this show I've just copied from other people, folks. Uh, um, on to the, yeah, so I would say have a look at what he's got. Off. He's, he's quite entertaining. Like I say, he's going to be coming on the show uh, in February for a bit of an interview. Uh, I think it should be right lively and interesting. He's got a great background story. I, I researched his background a little bit. I'd be intrigued how he got into web design, really. Uh, um, Livebox Academy. Um, been watching this for a while. The guy's based in Thailand. Um, it's got some good content. It's all about page building, running an agency. He runs his own agency in Thailand as well. Um, 
interesting dude. Um, been watching it for the past couple of months. Came on my radar, like I say, a couple of months ago. Um, do you know about this guy at all? The only thing I've ever seen him on was he did a Bricks video that caught my attention. And I watched that for Bricks. Um, and then I was surprised to see that he's got 19,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. So he's killing me. He's killing me. Um, but, uh, but I've been doing better. My numbers and my viewing has increased quite substantially over the last six months because I've been putting a lot more time into it. Uh, um, yeah, you know, um, been watching it. Um, you know, this page building log, it, that people totally, if I wanted to increase the numbers of WP20, I just need to knock out that. But I, my business really isn't focused on, on this, you know, really this podcast isn't, but I've been doing it so long that I, I feel, but I do enjoy it as well. Um, but my other podcast is more focused around my business really. Um, but I, if I wanted to increase, just talk, I could just talk about Gutenberg and about page and page builders. The, the AR ramp, right? They've got a form of digital rabies, these people. They just, they cannot watch enough about page builders, can they? What is it, Kurt? And, and there's only so many tricks you can put in a single website. Uh, you know, it, everyone wants. But why are they so rabid? Because I, I was watching a episode of Paul from WP, he was doing a live broadcast and people could ask him questions and they were getting really snarly with him about him not no longer being a supporter of Alimator. And I think he's been extremely fair in his comments about any page builder, about Gutenberg, um, about everything. He just, but he was getting grief. Well, his own audience, they are rabid about these page builder types. They're just rabid, aren't they? Would you agree with that? I would agree more so if we were having a talk about Divi. That Divi crowd. (laughs) (laughs) That that Divi crowd is a little hard to convince. Other people are like, oh, I could take it or leave it. But you start talking about Divi people and it's that they're in they're in for a penny and for a pound, man. They're they're gonna they're gonna stick through. All right. All right, let's go on. Um, and on we got. All right, yep. Um, let's talk about X, formerly known as Twitter. I still call it bloody Twitter. I always will do. I, I can't stand X. What bloody X stand for you? Uh, um, God help us. Um, listen, you know, I've got to say that I've got mixed feelings about Twitter, X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, um, is an understatement of the year, but I, I, I do consistently use it and I follow people. What I do not get engaged in is um, online bullying and utilising Twitter to bully other people. I can be a bit flippant with my my um, my piffy little comments um, and sometimes people don't understand my English humour, but I don't engage inconsistent what what I consider Twitter bullying. Uh, um, but there's a few people I do follow. Um, Jason Cohen, um, I follow his comments because, you know, the founder of WP Engine. I would say that 
he would consider me a friend. We got to know one another. Um, he's always got some insightful stuff. Um, Brian Gardner, I follow him as well because he's, you know, enormous. I've got the enormous respect for Brian. We're very different personality types. I think if we were working together, I would drive him absolutely bonkers. Uh, um, but he, what he did with the other Brian at Studio Press and they developed the first commercial theme market, built a framework on Studio Press, built a great business, sold it. Um, yeah, there's a couple. Any that you follow or do you want to talk about a couple of others that I've put on here? Well, right out of the shoot, you know, you mentioned Jason Cohen and I just wanted to give him a personal shout out because he didn't know me from anybody until I was on an interview with, with him on your podcast. And uh, he connected to me on Twitter, you know, liked my posts, followed along. I mean, this guy has no need whatsoever, you know, to put... I mean, he's the only man there. I'm not trying to be funny. He's extremely busy. Um, I would imagine he's extremely busy. But he's extremely personable and yeah. approachable, you know, which you can't say about everybody, can you? No, and I, and I look at that as being extremely generous. You know, um, social generosity goes so it's a, you had another guest, David Valentine, that was like that, who's just so generous with his time, his space, and his, his network, right? And I think that that's something that Jason is really good at. Um, Brian Gardner, I don't know very well, um, but I do follow him and I watch his posts, uh, as well as I follow a guy named um, Easy Smith quite a bit. He is really, really fun to watch on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a guest on the LMS cast. I followed him on Twitter and he's doing this whole build in public thing. Like, oh, I'm rebuilding my website again. You know, I, I blew this up or I blew that up or whatever. And it's just really good to see uh, someone using the platform from a build in public personal space. And uh, and he's not all full of himself, which I really like. You know, I, I like someone that can be a little more transparent. Yeah, um, another one... Um that I, I have up and down relationship with, but I do respect him, um, is Jamie from Poodle Press because he is very entertaining, even though he's a total Google um, Gutenberg fanboy. But I think it's from his heart. He actually, um, he thinks that um, the rest of us are wrong in our slight criticisms of Gutenberg. Um, and him and his daughters, um, I think um, having his daughters on trying to work with different um, Gutenberg page builders and other technologies that are very insightful and very entertaining. And um, he's British as well, so even though um, some of my comments he doesn't appreciate, uh, um, I still follow him and I find it quite amusing, some of the materials that he produces. Do you follow him in that? The first time that I really followed him. And so like I've seen him and, you know, bits and pieces and, you know, because he's, you do a search on YouTube and here he comes. Um, but he had one episode where he was duplicating the sales site for um, Top Gun, the movie. And he said, you know, here's a version of the site and I'm going to make the same thing in Gutenberg. And I was like, all right, let's check this out. And uh, he ran through that process pretty quickly and I was pretty impressed. And I was like, well, wait a minute, you know, maybe I do need to take a different look at how I'm using Gutenberg. And so, um, 
you know, I, to say that he's not influential would be incorrect. Um, and I also, you know, you mentioned the daughters, you know, how many times have I thought, man, I bet you my YouTube channel would grow a lot, you know, if I had my daughter on my channel. It's just really very, very um, insightful to watch somebody utilize in a page build in Gutenberg. And he is very brave because um, I've got to give him his dues. He, um, he had um, Kevin on his own YouTube channel and they had a discussion and it was very entertaining because um, Jamie really, um, in some ways, you know, he must have known what he was getting himself into because he asked him to come on his show, Kevin, and he knew how Kevin, what Kevin was basically going to say, but it was still very, it was very amusing to watch um, his expression as Kevin just let rip. Uh, um, so he does produce some really entertaining stuff. On to the next one, Brian Jackson. I've known Brian for a number of years. We never met personally. Probably might never because I'm never going to the hellhole that is Phoenix. I just couldn't stand those temperatures. I don't mean that I think it's a hell. I mean, I, I'm English. I, anything above 85 and I find <laughs> <laughs> I'm just used to gloom, wind, and rain. Uh, um, that's why I don't go back to the UK. Not, I love it. I miss my family and still have some close friends there. Not so close anymore, but we still keep in touch. But I just could not stand the weather unless I was totally forced to go back to the UK. It's just the weather. I just couldn't face it. Um, but Brian, he um, runs a small... Um, he was... Um, marketing manager, Kinsday, he was there um, helping them in the early days and did a fantastic job, very knowledgeable about online marketing and just hugely entertaining. Um, he's got a very different style than me, but he's got a very low following on Twitter and online that have been following him for years. Um, is, is he on your radar at all? Uh, him and I met at WordCamp Phoenix. Um, you did. You were prepared to go to Phoenix, were you? I, I, you know, I mountain bike in Phoenix, so um, I'm not afraid of a little of a little heat. In fact, all of my uh, personal records, my PRs in Strava, came on really hot days. So even though I don't look it, I can perform well in the heat. I, I, I look, I look a mess, but I perform well. Um, I really enjoyed Word. So WordCamp Phoenix was like a life changing event for me. I did that particular area just seems really blessed with a lot of talent. And, uh, you know, Brian's one of the people that I got to spend some time with, uh, Thomas Levy, um, Raquel, you know, over with the Divi crew. Um, do you mix with the Divi crew then, do you? Well, you know, she's, she's there. <laughs> I'll and, forgive um, you. No, I, I'm merciless in the way I put I, my little comments about Divi, but I find it really clear that, the owner and the key people, they're fab people and I wish them well, but it's not something that I've ever been in. I've got no plans, but I don't wish them any ill. Um, but no, but so um, so you met Brian. Is he like um, what what he's like when he's online? And we- to me, gregarious, friendly, open. Um, he laughs at my jokes, so I can forgive him anything. Yeah, no, I was, like I said, that event was a life changer because 
you just run into a ton of people. I met, uh, well, Marcus Burnett's on my list of people on Twitter and I met him there. Um, you know, he was presenting and, uh, not presenting. He had a booth, a sponsorship booth there. And, um, you know, and then what he's done in this last year with the WP world site and telling everybody where everybody's at and the work he's doing with the woo. I mean, it's just, it's cool stuff. Onto some online only resources, and I've only got one. I don't know if you've got any additional stuff you want to comment, but um, WP Tavern, it, um, it lost its last hardcore writer. She left, um, Sarah. Um, and for the past, you know, it's been over Christmas, New Year, De- December. We, I can't believe... We almost we burned through a lot of January. The great leader, um, obviously, it's his property. Um, he says he's interviewing people. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with it. You know, um, Jeff has come on the round table and the monthly round table, the former editor. Um, I've got a warm thing. Anybody that's been involved in the WordPress professional side's got a warm place for the tavern because um, both Jeff and Sarah were, um, I was amazed they were allowed to publish what they did because a lot of the time he was a bit critical of what was going on in um, Automatic and The Great Leader. And it's one of reasons why I've always had more Space for the great leader, even though his ability to consume whiskey and get on X and <laughs> get out. It's quite entertaining in some ways. Um, but um, what do you think is going to happen to the tavern? Because they haven't posted anything. Um, do you think he's still interviewing? Well, I don't know. He, he, do you think he it- should have you as the editor? Uh, no, I, I was going to point out another name off of you, off Spencer. your list, Spencer. Spencer put his name in the hat, I, from what I understand. Oh, I would pay, I, I contribute to his wages. <laughs> that that would be a train wreck worth watching. No, he actually, it'd be totally up to Spencer. Actually, he's got the ability to do a great job with it. As long as he controls himself, he'll be okay. And I'm not being... Um, highly intelligent, but he's his worst enemy. Um, but he could do a really fab job, and I think he would really enjoy it as well. And I think it would be a win-win, um, not only for the tavern, but for Spencer and for the community in general. He'd just have to control himself. I don't know if he... Uh, I couldn't do it because of my dyslexia, but that's not the... That's probably... Not the main reason. I just would not be able to control myself. I would upset so many people. It would be a death march to destruction, basically. Um, oh, he's gone. Maybe I, I said the wrong thing here. Um, I have lost my co-host. Maybe he was getting a call to become the master um, of it. Um, so I think. With the with the abrupt losing of my co-host, oh, he's coming back! He's coming back! He's come back! I don't know what happened there. Kansas um, is frozen. There, there we go. Um, we better wrap this up. So I think it's been a great discussion. Um, I think I haven't 
been terrible. I think I've been very generous in my comments. Would you agree with that, Kurt? I believe that you have been very generous with your comments. And I do, I do just want to say it again to listeners and, and maybe new followers of the WP Tonic. This was, I think, a really great opportunity to show people that there's information everywhere. There's really great folks that come. So once you get into the WordPress environment, when you start to feel overwhelmed or something, there are resources. There are things that you can bring yourself. Well, it's the great strength of WordPress because um, no other platform, no um, website building or technology platform has the amount of content and educational material and just commentary than this community. There is no technology platform that instills so much passion for good or bad. Um, I think passion is great. I, I think having people that are passionate, you know, I think um, Jamie is passionate about Gutenberg. I respect his views. I don't agree with um, some of them. Um, I don't agree with some of the things that Kevin, um, I agree about 80 to 90%. I don't agree. I don't agree with anything 100%. Um, but it doesn't mean you don't respect them, uh, even though they've got different opinions. But there's another group of people, and you do see this since um, page builders, discussions around page builders and other topics, which I don't want to touch now, where um, you have people... Um, that just have one particular view and if you don't agree with them, you're treated like you're the devil incarnate and I find it upsetting and juvenile to some extent. But you get that with any large community, won't you, Kurt? So, Kurt, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and what you're up to? Uh, for business needs and website stuff, mananonomas.com. Uh, manana nomas, like tomorrow no more. And then personally, I'm on LinkedIn almost every day, and I'm the only Kurt Von Onnen on LinkedIn, so it's easy to find me and can make a connection there. That's great. And if you really want to support the show, go over to the WP Tonic YouTube channel and subscribe to the channel. You'll find all the content, not only for this show, but for the, my other show, The Membership Machine Show, that covers membership surprisingly, but also WordPress um, and a load of other video content that I'm producing every month. So if you want to show your support, go over there, subscribe and be part of our live chats as well. We love you to be part of that as well. We will be back next week with another great show. We'll see you soon, folks. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it. Why not visit the Mastermind Facebook group And also to keep up with the latest news, click wp-tonic.com forward slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.